Hey everyone, welcome to the Key Seekers Podcast. I'm your host, Ramnik. I'm your co-host, Chad. We want to welcome you to the podcast. We are really excited about this project. Key Seekers International Group is a boutique real estate group brokered by HomeSmart, tailored and dedicated to service. And one thing we wanted to do is create a platform dedicated to highlighting and showcasing the integrity, inspiration, and potential of the people and businesses within our communities. Not only that, we also wanted to curate personal conversations and establish meaningful relationships that could add value to anyone listening that's seeking growth in their own pursuits to help accomplish their own goals. So welcome. And thanks for listening. 40 truck on there. Oh, yeah? I think so. under, Under automotive? No. Yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, it's under automotive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, welcome to our podcast. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. Happy to be here. How's it feel? Good. Yeah. Like I should be doing this all the time. I don't yeah, know. You should. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, could you give our guest your name and uh, the company that you have here? Uh, my name is Anne Marie Littlejohn, and our company is Littlejohn Lockheed and Safe. LLC. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Limited Liability Corporation. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, we were kind of excited to have you on here. Uh, Chad was kind of describing uh, just your personality and it, through the networking meetings that he goes to and stuff. And he's like, you know, Amory's going to be a good fit for our podcast. We got to have her in here at some point. <laughs> and she has a good story to tell and whatnot. So we we're like, yeah, let's let's. Thank you. Yeah, you told me that too. And I was like, really? I'm kind of sarcastic and I have a foul mouth. Okay. That's what we like. That's what we need. That's what we need. You know, that's what we we need. need that type of character development here on our (laughs) podcast. Yeah, it gets boring out here, you know. Um, So I was wondering if you could give us and the audience a little bit about your um, company and just a little history of what got you into this business. Okay. Um, well, our company, we started about a year and a half ago, my husband and I. Cool. Um, Previously, I worked as a pastry chef for many, many years. I've lived all over and been around in a good way. And uh, my husband worked for the same company for 30 years. And it was just the timing of it. We paid off our home. Okay. We have a daughter that's 10. I want to be able to spend time with her. So we started our business a year and a half ago. He went to locksmithing school and did awesome. And so we just jumped in feet first, both of them, and just went for it. Wow. Just mm-hmm. both of you at the same time. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. From pastry chef? <laughs> Well, to, okay. To picking locks? Well, okay. First of all, I do the office stuff. Could you my, explain? Sure. I do the office stuff. My husband picks the locks. And okay. I make the appointments, the administrative stuff. But, you know, if you really think about it, so I worked as a pastry chef for a long time. I dealt with a lot of brides. Mm-hmm. Right. Which can be crazy. <laughs> what? Um, right? I know. Right. Shocking. I know. Um, but it's really about customer service. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. being able to offer things to people that they need and mm-hmm. that they want mm-hmm. and um delivering what they expect so it's it, it's similar in that regard right no no it's it it's all about people right it comes exactly. down to that right exactly yeah mm-hmm. yeah so how's been how's your experience so far in in this business yeah. it's been really good um you know you think you know a lot of things at least yeah. i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know we had family members that own their own businesses my mom did my husband's parents did right but it was a long time ago yeah um, when people would put ads in phone books, if anybody, yeah. any oh, of your yeah. listeners know what a phone book is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so it's, it's really just been a learning process of getting the business name out there. You can have all the integrity in the world. You can be the best at what you do, but if no one knows who you are, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So no, that's true. it's been, yeah. it, every day is a learning experience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just trying to mm-hmm. get more outreach, just, uh, 
kind of communicating what you do and everything else? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Getting that initial footing is exactly. definitely the hardest part. And, you know, and I thought, well, what, what do we like as consumers, my husband and I, and it's yeah. when you get to know somebody right. and you can develop a relationship with them. Right. So that's when we started doing me a lot more networking. My husband does some networking too, begrudgingly. <laughs> he's, he's here, by the way, for yeah. the record, for all he's, you listeners. He, he doesn't want to say anything. And he's waving at all of you right now too. Right, so. with a big and smile on his face. If you, yeah. you want to know, he has a tattoo. It looks like of the Denver Broncos on his forearm. A Denver Broncos yeah, fan. Yeah, he's okay. a big Broncos fan. Despite that, I still married him. <laughs> all right. Um, That's on record. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Cardinals fan. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's been good. It's been good. Networking has probably been the best part, getting to know people, getting to know us and who we are. Right. And that's, I think, what has really helped our business grow. Sure. So in your business, what is, is there like the obvious type of revenue that you, like the type of calls you get all the time? Um, are, are like, you know, is it with homes and housing? Is it with cars? Is it with, well, when, you know, because you we, don't realize what all goes with locks. There and are so many and, locks on right. so many different things. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, when we started with that, so we offered 24 hour emergency service and we thought we would be, oh, okay. you know, getting a lot of car uh, calls for lockouts and yeah. cars and homes and things like that. And it's funny because it's really turned into more of an appointment type based thing. We, obvi- we do offer emergency service and we don't charge additionally for, wow. if, okay. in a, for an emergency. I don't think that that's fair. Right. To, to gouge someone who's already well, having well, that's a, a little situation. different. That's a little different, though. You know, mm-hmm. usually like yeah. an inst, like an immediate call will right. have like your immediate service charge mm-hmm. and all those things. We don't it's do three that. Three times as much. Yeah. You, some, I don't think we don't. We both don't think somebody should be punished for you lock your keys in your car and it's two in the morning. Well, that you know, unless you're crazy <laughs> and doing it intentionally. But so we we really work a lot more with like property managers and realtors. Okay, I'm doing a lot of rekeys. Rekeys. Which okay. we really stress is really important for yeah. people to have done. It is, mm-hmm. actually. And, and I think that actually your thought process on, on that whole non-emergency timeline plays into your experience as a pastry chef because a lot of restaurant workers get out at, you know, two plus in the morning. Right. I And I would hate for my, like myself, not, I mean, I worked more early morning, but say I locked my keys in my car, the car, you mm-hmm. know, I went to work at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's kind of scary to... Yeah. Call somebody up, mm-hmm. right? And so we always tell people to put our phone number in their phone so they can contact us. Hopefully, they didn't lock their phone in their car. But yeah. um, and then to be gouged, I don't, I don't think that that's right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting. There's a story, um, a friend of mine who got locked out of uh, his truck, and it's like an old like '50s truck mm-hmm. that he had, and he can see the keys right, <laughs> right there, yeah. and he's right. just like, I'm not going to break the window, so he's going to call someone. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he like just Googled you know, like, like who's nearby or something. And they came and they did it and they did everything first. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, by the way, here's my price. Yeah. You know, and it, and he was just like, part of him was like, man, I'm in the wrong business right now. (laughs) You know? Yeah. We don't do that. We really, we try and let people know what the price is going to be up front. Right. Even like with appointments or just if it's an emergency and people will ask most of the time and we don't have any, a lot of trades people or mm. locksmiths oh well i had to use a special tool that i already have in my truck so i'm gonna charge you another 50 bucks we don't do that right i had to handcraft it in in the office earlier this afternoon right it's so ridiculous <laughs> you know and so i we're we are proud of that yeah that's awesome you know what's interesting i mean like how often do you even get emergency calls do you service the whole valley we do we do the entire valley okay um, nice we don't we don't get them that often right. um and if they are, are they like late night type things or they is it are, just like kind of in the morning when people realize 
what they've done. Right. It's in the morning. <laughs> yeah. There has been late night. And those are usually people that have are working at night. Yeah. yeah. So when we first started in our business, we advertised online. Hopefully, oh, it's Craigslist. Let's just say what it was. Right. <laughs> and we got these crazy calls. Oh, man. And so we decided not to do that anymore. Yeah. We don't want to die at three idea. in the morning. <laughs> right. Um, so these are people that have been referred to us generally. Sure. So... We, we definitely help them. Yeah. Help them out. And yeah. Bob went out. There was an emergency. Um, That's what a lady I was hear. getting divorced, and she served her husband divorce papers on July 3rd. Ooh, he okay. showed up on July 4th at the house with a gun. So Bob went out to this woman's home in Scottsdale, an enormous house, and right. was out there for probably about five hours, rekeying all of her the locks entire for house. her yeah. on 4th of July. And we, no, we did not charge her anything additional for the holiday. You know, it's something we had talked about when we started our business. Yeah. This is, these things are going to happen. And that's a huge decision. And right? It is. It is. Yeah. And why should this lady have to suffer? Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Bob did, he worked for Armored Car Company for 30 years. So he doesn't, things don't generally scare him very right. much, okay. I guess. He's like, right. oh, Unfazed. Like, yeah, I got your gun. Whatever. See, now those are some stories I want to hear if we can <clears throat> maybe coerce him into give us one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, for another time. Right, for another, another time. time. We'll do the gangsta yeah. episode. Yeah. He can be the, yeah. he can do that one. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of dynamics to it. Um, I mean, you you kind of walk into a scenario or situation you don't necessarily know what's going on. Right. You know, if it's mm. not the typical, hey, it's a new. We just got the house. Can you rekey it? You know. Right. And generally, those are really nice and you know a straightforward nice, pleasant ex- experience. Right. Um, we do work with property managers who sure. do evictions, so we'll work with constables. And by we, I make the appointment for him to go meet the constable. <laughs> <Right>. And um, <laughs> he goes out there, and there has been some people. Are not pleased. Right. I, I don't know why they're surprised that they're being evicted. Right. What? I didn't pay my rent for three months and I have to leave? Yeah. That's crazy. I know, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. You probably get that emotional baggage while you're dealing with the locks and everything mm-hmm. else, right? Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I can't talk. He's just yeah. in stunned silence from he, dealing with the it The PTSD so long. is kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's fine. He's absolutely fine. So the last um, eviction he did, the, there was three guys there. The constable stayed, but the guy kind of, he was carrying some stuff out of the kitchen and kind of turned a knife towards Bob. And, you know, Bob, he's packing when he's doing these things anyway. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, kind of like the Indiana Jones things. I'm going to really date myself when the guy, he pulls out a knife and yeah. he just shoots the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. Well, you kind of have to be, you never know what's, right. what, what you're walking into, right. you know, mm-hmm. and what kind of personalities you're going to run into right. and everything mm-hmm. else. So now That's something I think a lot of people don't really take into account when it comes to the locksmithing mm-hmm. business is right. that you're going to get everybody. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and also in real estate too, in mm-hmm. a way like mm-hmm. for, and I wasn't as aware of this as much, but the more I got into the work, you know, when you hear stories from other agents, like in open houses oh, yeah. and stuff like that, like right. safety and they're, whatnot. Absolutely. I've met it's some scary. real weirdos. That's yeah. open houses that have come in. Oh, right. I'm sure. Cause you know, you don't know what the motives are and of, Everybody, yeah. right? We just don't know. Mm-hmm. So being alert and aware and Yeah, I mean, you don't expect, you, you don't think it's something that you have to deal with, right. but it's like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you get those ones that, <laughs> well, it's just funny. It just makes me think back of uh, what happened when, when I was younger, yeah. actually. We had a woman come into our house. We were doing an open house at our, our home for uh-huh. sale by owner. Uh-huh. And a woman comes in, she's looking around for a while, then she asked if she could use the restroom. Oh, weird. So we were like, yeah, sure. So she went and used the bathroom in the master, but she was taking a while. So my parents sent us to just go check to see what was going on. She had the water running, and she was going through my parents' cabinets in oh the my bathroom. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. 
So I w- we went back and told our parents what she was doing. And Looking then, for like meds or something, you know, what credit uh, cards, yeah, right, jewelry, so, anything. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. went. We actually had the <laughs> the right of mind to go outside and write down her license plate number. Oh, oh that's you. good. Yeah. yeah. So we had that reported to the police. She actually got arrested. We had to identify her in a lineup. Oh, cool. <laughs> wow. And she was wanted in like three states for doing this kind of stuff. Oh, wow. See, yeah. th- that's crazy. And, and that's like the that's like the good scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean. I mean, you think of like people that are doing an open house alone and mm-hmm. stuff, and I don't know, like you know, people are crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And we really do recommend too for um, people that are buying a home, whether it's something that's new to them that yeah. they have a rekey mm-hmm. done. Yeah, because you never know who has access to it. And we've yeah. we've had a lot of experiences where people have accessed the home, they've stolen things, mm-hmm. and so a rekey's. You know, people are, talk about like the ring doorbell and all right. these different things, which are all great. But you can secure your new home, yeah, just sure. by having a rekey done, which is really reasonable to yeah. have done. Yeah, which remember when you were talking to Mike and Nikki, they saying how the old woman that was living there kept showing up at the house to check, check the, the mail. mail. Oh yeah, because but, she thought like, oh, she's like, oh well, my mail said it was delivered here, and they're like, no. It wasn't, so she was huh. going through the mail, so they bought a mailbox with a lock on it. Right. <laughs> so she can't get into it. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's the strangest yeah. thing. You just get weird people yeah. out we there. We do mailbox locks, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, the big communal big, HOA yeah. ones you right. know, that they have. If you were looking yeah. for, like, an ideal customer, like, client, mm-hmm. what, what would it be? Just out of curiosity. I know we've talked I about mean, like it a, a little bit. Like so a rekey-type housing-type like, situation? Are those the best for you, or...? She probably want you probably want something more like returning business, like an apartment complex. Yeah, or so something we like we that. do we like to do. We're trying to branch out more into commercial. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, sure. so that makes sense. A lot, most of the most of the apartment complexes will rekey the apartments themselves by simply just switching locks from one unit to another. Right. Sure. But with the turnover that you know everybody has in the offices, we do rekeys for the offices and. We okay. had one apartment complex downtown. I won't mention their name, but they had a really high turnover. They're like, "We're so sorry, we're calling you." I'm thinking, "This is awesome, great." <laughs> yeah, like, keep calling. Yeah, yeah. So any people that manage properties or something like that. Sure. Even um, possibly the um, I'm drawing a blank here. The Airbnbs that yes. could be something too because we do oh, keypad yeah. locks and yes. things like that. That if somebody wanted to like venture out, do you know change the combinations for them or anything like that too? Yeah, yeah that's not a mm-hmm. bad idea. I never really thought about that. I mean, that's the thing, like, on the Airbnb side of things, like, I had a couple of properties that we were doing that on, and we just got those electronic ones mm-hmm. because we have to keep giving a new pin. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep generating a new pin. And the one thing you learn is, okay, like, the the new automatic locks are great, but mm-hmm. if there's no actual key and it glitches or doesn't right. work anymore, right. then it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> so you want to get the, the yeah. version of the automatic with keypad key. with a key mm-hmm. also yes. so yes. that way you have that choice right and they're um, run on batteries too it does yeah. alert you and let you know when the batteries right but, but you some know, people don't especially if it's if you're dealing with a kid yeah they may be coming home from school and uh, know yeah. that's happening yep. and then all of a sudden yep. it doesn't work anymore yeah so they didn't let their parents know but yeah we put the ones with the keys in too yeah yeah and i say that because we have a 10 year old and we know how they just communicate so well <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. definitely true mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a little curious not to backtrack too much. Mm-hmm. You got to tell me a little bit about the pastry chef life okay. That, okay. that you came from. Yeah, let's, let's get to know your background yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, so I actually grew up, I was born in Tucson and I grew up in Phoenix. Okay. Um, I'm born a native. in Tucson, wow. <laughs> right? My uh, second generation, my, my mom was born and raised in Tucson. Really? It's right. just crazy. You don't yeah, hear that so, too often. No. And I. Uh, 
I should have gone into the medical profession, but I didn't because I was being lazy. Let's just be honest. So I just told my parents, <laughs> um, after high school, you had to do something, right? right. So I'm like, I'm going to go to culinary school. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I so, love the look on your face. Right? <laughs> sure, you do that. Yeah. So I did like to bake and cook at home and stuff. So I went to culinary school. I worked for a few years here locally, like at the Boulders and places like that. Oh, okay, cool. And I wanted to be an executive pastry chef. So I focused on pastries. So... Um, in order to do that, you'd be able to do pulled sugar and all these show pieces mm-hmm. that you see on like the Food yeah. Network and stuff like that. Well, nobody here at the time, because I'm super old, could um, <laughs> teach me how to do that. She's not. So my mom said, "Did you want to go? Do you want to go to Le Cordon Bleu? And I'm like, yeah. And I thought, oh, they're going to pay for me to go to Le Cordon Bleu. She goes, we'll pay for half. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, which was still very generous. But yeah. so I went to Le Cordon Bleu in London. And having grown up here, and I left, before I went there, I was the assistant pastry chef at the Boulders. Um... I decided I was going to live out of state. Mm -hmm. So I got a job in Santa Barbara, California, which is a beautiful, beautiful place to Mm be. I was, that was my first executive pastry chef job. I wanted to have the black pants because back in the day in the, in the kitchens, it was almost like a military type ranking. Yeah. And you couldn't wear black pants unless you were an executive chef Chef. of some kind. Okay. So I worked for a while. I wore the black pants. I moved around. I lived in Maui. I met a celebrity chef there. Um, Emeril Lagasse. Some people know who he is. Okay. Some people don't. Shout he, out to him. Yeah. Well, Bam. Kind of. yeah, I'll give him a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it. So, um, and then I moved to New Orleans and Orlando, and then I came back to Arizona after a number of years. New Orleans. Okay. That, New that's Orleans. a pretty hot spot for culinary yeah, everything. Well, and, and, it, and he owned three restaurants there, okay. and then I opened up his restaurant in Orlando. Oh, cool. So, and after... I was burned out. I worked like 90 hours a week, and you're yeah. working all the weekends, you're working the holidays, yeah. and um, I moved back here and became an instructor at Scottsdale Culinary Institute, and I kind of, you know, I had achieved all these goals that I had, mm-hmm. and um, there's a very addictive personality type in a kitchen, Yeah. and I didn't really fit into that mold. The, the foul mouth I did, yeah. not the <laughs> yeah. addictive personality. Yeah. Well, my brother-in-law is a chef, too, and oh, like, yeah? so I've gotten a little preview of what it's like to oh i love working with guys too it's yeah. so much fun they say the most horrible things and i'm laughing <laughs> oh I'm no just... I, I think you guys would have a blast yeah. he, oh. he's, an, he's an italian personality yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure yeah yeah so it's but after that i you know and we adopted our daughter she's adopted and i part of that process it's like choosing i got to, the opportunity to choose to be a parent mm. i wanted to spend time with her so i had a really good job that i left before we started our our business where I didn't have to work weekends. I didn't have to work holidays. I didn't have to work nights. They were crazy. They agreed to all these terms. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but it was, it was cool. I mean, I, you know, I got to travel. We, I flew from Maui to New York cause we were invited to, at the, to the James Beard foundation oh, and all awesome. these things. That's I used to make a ton great. of wedding cakes. I, yeah. I was a chef instructor for quite a while. I can teach pretty much the majority of everything cause I can cook. You know, what's, what's your secret weapon? Like if you have to impress someone with, the, oh, like a set, yes. yeah. yeah. Like what? What do you get? What do you, you dish, gotta, What do you, you dish up? Throw down. You gotta throw one down dish. One Are we talking dish. to food? I'm talking pastries. 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 Okay, yeah. so I have a cake that I actually created. Oh, go and on. And obviously, I didn't go invent on. the invent cakes, but I really, I really did make the recipes my own. So first, I'm gonna say that I start by using I use really good quality ingredients, even at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. You have to. I'm not gonna be using shortening and whatever else. So it's a cake I make. It's called a milk chocolate toffee crunch cake. So the cake is dark chocolate. Sounds great. 
Um, there's a milk chocolate Bavarian that goes in the middle, and Bavarian is not what people think they are in donuts. It's different. <laughs> um, the Bavarian cream has Bailey's Irish cream in it. I do like alcohol, and I'm French trained, so that's my excuse. Awesome. I make homemade English toffee. So the cake is layered, has a simple syrup with Kahlua and Bailey's Irish cream, mm. and the whole thing is covered with ganache. So, mm. yeah. It sounds delicious. It is. It's very why, chocolatey. Why didn't you bring one? I mean, chocolate <laughs> is yeah. Chocolate is a, a safe bet for me. Yeah. Is that a safe yeah. bet for you? Yeah. I have one where it's my carrot cake yeah. and different things. Right. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know we've talked pastries a little bit. Yeah. I, d- I think that I just the stuff I make is good just because I take pride in it i guess yeah. i don't know yeah. and i use good stuff i yeah. did try some of your stuff that you brought in the cookies yeah cookies yeah, so that was pretty good yeah they're you know there's they're the regular christmas yeah. cookies <laughs> you can't do a whole lot with cookies right right <laughs> so very limited right i think i'm gonna make a snickers cheesecake for the super bowl nice oh okay i made a, nice. what was the last cheesecake i made who, who you pumpkin for? pie cheesecake you know this i guess the chiefs i don't know i'm a cardinals what, fan. what about your husband he guesses the chiefs really he also the division rival you're rooting for him okay all right. Yeah. Okay. That's shocking. You know, it's really all about just making wings and having a fun time. Yeah. House. <laughs> yeah. That, that I'm much making is this it. awesome punch, and I, by punch, I mean it's super strong alcohol. <laughs> so yeah. we yeah. Call, we say we're having a Super Bowl party, but it's yeah. really just our family yeah. that comes it's just over. Everclear and Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say jungle juice. It's punch. That, that's a different. That's vodka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a different occasion. I do miss the camaraderie of the kitchen people, though. Yeah. Do I do miss okay. that. That's what I miss the most. Okay. Just just that kind of teamwork environment. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and it's so high stress. And be, yeah, and you can be angry and say whatever yeah. to somebody, and then they're over it. Yeah. So I find I have to be a lot more Not strategic. That. Right. Yeah. <laughs> strategic. That's strategic. good, because Dip- I didn't want to yeah. say politically correct. Strategic. Diplomatic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That That's interesting. I mean, you're pulling from so many different areas right right coming, fr- coming from like the kitchen world mm-hmm. and stuff like that and mm-hmm. into this it's i mean in many ways it's completely different mm-hmm. right oh it is yeah yeah it so, is so you both had both completely different backgrounds mm-hmm. armor truck mm-hmm. kitchen mm-hmm. what made you choose locksmithing i so, mean was there like an aha moment was there anything in did you lock particular? yourself out you're like this is it this is the last time yeah, well I, a- do, I do have a funny story about keys remind me to talk about <laughs> okay. that but right. um <laughs> So when, when Bob and I got together and everything, then we moved in together, we're all, you know, lovey-dovey and all this other stuff. <laughs> Ooh la la. So we actually remodeled our kitchen ourselves. Okay. So his father was a general contractor, and he uh-huh. built all the cabinets in Sholo, and we did all this stuff. So my husband's very handy. Nice. He doesn't think that he is, but he's very, very handy. And locksmith stuff, is locksmithing is something he was interested in. So I'm like, well, go to school. It wasn't, you know, anything terribly expensive. See if you li- how you like it. And he did really, really well. Oh, awesome. okay. So... Um, yeah. So it was just kind of like... I didn't want to open a bakery. Right. And to be honest, I didn't want to have to do the hard labor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like to be honest. I'll like sit, this, I'll sit I like and drink laziness. my coffee and yeah. make my appointments with my PJs on. Or, right. You know, it's things like that. laziness right. theme that just keeps continuing. Well, it's, you know, it's not I, lazy. It's more so... I mean, she put in her 90 hours a week for several, exactly. several I did years. It so, yeah. so She spent long. her time in those hot kitchens for right? years baking. Yeah. No, I mean, I now, did. I worked... Now he, a lot. Now you can run around and pick locks out in the heat and deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. The heat. Got to love the sun. Yeah. I'll call so, dispatch. Dispatch. But <laughs> when I first moved in, because yeah. the house we live in was Bob's. Now it's both of ours. But I, I wanted to go out because he, he has a workshop in the backyard and uh-huh. he has a shed. And I'm like, well, I want to go put this or whatever in the shed. He hands me this ginormous ring of keys. <laughs> 
<laughs> like and one just, of those like classic the, the cartoon like, ones, well, like the jailer key. Like there the has, jailer there's keys? probably at least 50 keys on there. Oh, it was man. so wow. ridiculous. And I go, which key is it? It's the brass key. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not doing this. Right. I just like, whatever. I'm not doing this. So everything's, every, all of our stuff in our house is keyed to one key. One key. The nice. lock the to mas- the gate. The master key. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that that is a little bit different, but it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is one key and right. it's a fabulous thing. So that, that I think does, we threw those away. Didn't difference. we throw those away, those keys? Or you probably keep them under your pillow Smelted just because you love the way they're I mean, it, it happens. I have this key bunch and I th- swear to God, I only, there's only four of them on there that I use in my life. The other ones I'm pretty sure are like old versions of the things I use, but mm-hmm. I can't be sure. So I just need to like <laughs> audit my life for a week and just walk around yeah. places I go and see what key is what so I can just be rid this key ring that I have. It's very freeing, I gotta yeah. be honest. I, I was just so angry about that. It's I funny know. how that uh, I, I don't have a few in my drawer at home that I'm not exactly sure what they right. go to. And why do we why do we hoard those things? Well, because it's it's the key for that one thing. You're like, right. okay, it's this is for that one box over there. Or like or a something. lock somewhere or like I don't know. I, one might be a key to my grandma's house. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like I think one of them is. It's like it's like we have a backup for all of our for that house just in case if you guys need me to do something. Even I'll though be it's there, even though it's in know. Fargo, North Dakota, I yeah. have one. You know, good to you know. Never know. She, she loses their key. Know. Hey, Grandma, I got your key over yeah, here. I'll overnight it to you. Right. Yeah. No, I have keys like a key to my brother's house and to my mom's place too, but they're on separate key rings in a drawer. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I just can't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's a struggle. All right. So you say a funny key story. That was it. That I'm was sorry. It. That wasn't funny. No, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> a key ring, key yeah. ring story. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's funny though. <laughs> let's the, so let's go go off more humor stuff. What is the funniest thing or the strangest thing you guys have come across you've had to open or unlock at this point? Anything really odd that just kind of stands out or like a like a um, strange situation? Well, I think that probably just that when Bob does rekeys for homes where people have been evicted, because mm. sometimes they leave on, on their own. Mm. Um, there has been like a chicken thawing in the sink that they left. A lot of hoarding situations. Yeah. It's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's nasty. Yeah. yeah. The smells. I, I couldn't deal with the smells. Mm. Um, so is there something funny that's happened? He just, he acts like he's a mute and Lord knows he's not. <laughs> He's literally just in the corner laughing. Right? Yeah. So it's, it, it's nothing. It probably, he probably comes across so much. He's like, I don't know. What, what. He's become just immune to it. Numb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to, with him one time. Um, it was a because we'll go out to Maricopa too. And it was, uh, they, we were doing a rekey and the house was smelled so terrible. And he's like, oh, this is nothing. I'm like, oh, this is, this is a lot. No, it's horrible. Wow. I, I'm not going to lie. I did. My dad does air conditioning out here in the valley. Um, he has his own company, and when I was much younger, I used to work with him uh-huh. every now and then, go out on jobs, so I know a little bit about air conditioning. And I walked into an apartment complex once, and I almost vomited immediately. I had to, like, go compose myself back at the truck for, like, five, ten minutes. And yeah. go back in with a mask, because I thought I was just going to vomit. Right. It was so bad. I don't know how people live like that. I don't either. It was, like, a combination of cigarette smokes mixed with, like, dog feces and uh-huh. like mold and everything else and you're like yeah there's a there's been that where there's people have left their animals and i'm a, we're a huge uh, animal lover yeah and they've you know, they're in the house and cat pee is like the worst that's the stuff that's like right i didn't really like you always hear about it 
and they have hazmat suits for that stuff. Y- yeah, like uh-huh. I, I came actually across the first scenario in my life where, I mean, you hear about like, oh, cat pee, it's terrible, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then I actually walked into a house. So it's a vacant house for mm-hmm. sale, for sale, yep. like mm-hmm. it's ready to show. Mm-hmm. And you walk in, and it was just like a wall mm-hmm. of I can't even explain mm-hmm. this. The smell. Acidy stench oh or something. God. I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is what people talk about. Mm-hmm. This is it right here. I'm like, this is terrible. I think he went to one house too that where he was going to do a rekey and the um, people's son had a key mm-hmm. to the house and was staying there. So it's like, oh, mm. hey, you need to get out now. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents don't want you here. Stuff like that. I hate to break it to you, kid. So you could oh, be my. that guy. Like, you could be the parents' best friend kicking out their. <laughs> Yeah, way to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, J- little Johnny won't leave the house. Can you, <laughs> you go evict him for us? Well, and he, he did the, an eviction of a, a father, an elderly guy. Some son evicted his dad. Oh, man. We don't know the situation. Yeah. We don't judge. Yeah. You know, just, it was just, a court order, so yeah. there's reasons for it. But well, we right. still kind of, you know, yeah. feel bad a little bit. So, a little bit. So looking into the future, what is your... What are you guys working on now? Like, what's your greatest challenge in your business? Uh, and what are you hoping to work on this year? Um, more growth as far as our business goes. I would like to see us be half, 50% residential and 50% commercial. Okay. okay. Where are Real, you at now? I'd say it's about 20% commercial, 80% residential. Sure. Okay. So kind of um, shift it more to commercial. Shift it more towards that. We have a truck that we, we operate our business out of. Get a big, nice van for him with the AC blowing yeah. on him. That yeah. is a goal for us to yeah. have that. Um, and just have more consistent business, I guess. Just more, you know, there's some days he's worked like 11 days a row and then there's like a lull. Yeah, sure. Like four days that, you know, so. Right. So that kind of just more, just, just more growth. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I mean, I guess the best way to go about it would be to create these relationships with these kind of, you know, kind of hubs of business like mm-hmm. property mm-hmm. managers mm-hmm. or even apartment complex managers and stuff like that right. where you become the on-call type mm-hmm. uh, scenario for them. Right. Yeah. And yeah. We, we know we have more realtors that we work with too. Yeah. And I know that some realtors like to do a closing gift for their customers of a Reiki, but we also offer specials for people that move into place for a Reiki if oh, a realtor okay. refers them to us. Oh, okay. So, cool. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have veterans discounts all the time. I'm just thinking about the Reiki locksmithing business. Is there like a big misconception that you think people yeah is there something where everyone assumes one thing yeah so they assume that i kind of said master key and you're like that's something different (laughs) i'm like (laughs) okay that's what made me start thinking about that i was like okay what else goes with locksmithing that's so a master master key key. system is that where say i have an office with multiple um offices in it i have a building with multiple offices in it yes and I have a key that can access every single office. Right. I have the master key. Yes. Where there's like sub master keys. So mm-hmm. say my manager that works for me can access several other things, but not everything. Mm. And then we have people renting out an office that can only open their office door. Right. So everything's it's key to a master key system. So it's a hierarchy. It is. Yes. Yes. A so I'm Higher. Ah, that was funny. Higher key. so bad. (laughs) You should feel bad about that one. Right? I do. See, I laughed at your joke. My key joke was good. I was smiling very thoroughly. (laughs) So things like that. And then like when they call for a re-key. So people think we actually have to change the locks. Which you don't. We actually change the pins inside the lock. 
Oh. That's what a, a rekey is. Okay. And also, they have a misconception. It's that, like, oh, I have four doors. Well, it depends how many locks are on the door. Right. And how many keys go into the yes. lock. So, like, a double-sided deadbolt is actually considered to be two locks because it opens on two sides. Right. So, that kind of stuff. So, I try and explain that when somebody calls for a rekey. Yeah. That makes so sense. So, there's no surprises. Yeah. So, they're not like, what? There. You just changed one lock. Like, no, it's double-sided. There's two. Right. So, a house can have, like, say they have the security screen that has a deadbolt and yep. then the lock on the handle and then the door deadbolt lock. So, that's four locks. Right. And right. if you have a double-sided deadbolt, it could be, like, six, eight locks. Right. On two doors. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. But we do... Um, we run across some shoddy work that's been done in the past. Mm-hmm. Bob did a rekey at an office yesterday where... It, the the lock cylinder could hold five pins, but the whoever rekeyed it only put three in, which means it's easier for somebody to break to into the it, house. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to show you a picture. It's okay. easier for someone to break in. Mm-hmm. So we always, we have integrity in our work. Mm-hmm. So we have the five pins. We clean the locks. Do not use WD-40 on your locks, people. You hear that? You Google no WD40 Google it for the too, love and it'll say WD40. We use um, silicone spray and light, white lithium grease and stuff like that. So we really help you maintain the locks too when we do a rekey. Good That's to know. part of our service. Mm. Is there a pet peeve in the business that you see and you just roll your eyes and you're like, Ugh. like oh, these lazy people? Besides well, isn't that, that true of every business? Something. Well, the, the thing with the pins, but yeah. the, one of my pet peeves is like. Someone will call, and we have a service call that we charge, and then I'll tell them how much it is per rekey. Right. Well, so-and-so is only going to charge half of what we charge. Right. Well, you need to really be careful because generally what that means is that they're going to nickel and dime you with all mm. these different things, so you end up paying more at the end. Right. That, right. that stuff it's makes It's tough to communicate yeah. that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Especially over the phone with a quick, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, people just look at base numbers most of the time. And, and you know, in this in the state of Arizona, you can say you're a locksmith, and don't, you don't have to have a business license. Right. Um, oh really? We do. I didn't know that. Or and we're insured, and we have. So I'm a locksmith. <laughs> you could say that. Put it on Craigslist. We'll see how that works out. Um, and then we have level one uh, fingerprint clearance cards. Okay. Which means you don't have any yep. felonies or in back. So just like and teachers. So it's like you know you just have to, there's obviously different quality levels sure. of the people that you hire. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, actually, we have to get those fingerprint cards as well as real as realtors. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's you know it's. Yeah. It's pretty standard, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, or I, you would think it is. I didn't even think about it because I had mine from teaching, so it's just like here you go. Yeah, <laughs> right. And you know, that's I think that that's something that we can offer that I don't, I don't know that we know other locksmiths sure. and stuff like that, and um, I don't know if they have those. Yeah, I mean, it just got kind of goes to show your integrity and right. just, just uh, hopefully build confidence with people that when they come and see your stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We guarantee our work and. Right. So, so where can people find you? Uh, do you prefer people to check out your website? Are you on Facebook? Are you on... On Facebook. Yeah. They can check out our website. I just kind of updated everything. That's okay. ljlocksmithing.com. All right. Um, give us a call, too. Super easy. You have it on there? Yeah, I do have it up right now. Sweet. Under the automotive section, uh-huh. I see there's an older vehicle. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <clears throat> so that is um, our truck. It's a 1940 Plymouth truck. Nice. So that's what we use Bob and I for date nights. Ooh. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, that's awesome. Now uh, you don't make you don't make new keys for the vehicles, correct? You we don't. We're them? not doing that at this at this point in time. I'm actually just got a new car, and man, these keys are like six hundred bucks if you lose the key. If you lose them, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah. So we do have somebody that we trust that we can refer you to for the vehicle keys. Got it. I don't know if it's something we're gonna do. I know that Bob really enjoys enjoys doing the 
the rekey and repair, replacing things, things like that for the buildings and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So we're still kind of. Does that take like a different infrastructure to do it? You need all or different equipment. equipment. Okay. So, and it's really quite expensive. Yeah. That's why the keys are so expensive. And then you have to have all the different key blanks for the make and the mm. model, model and the and year. Everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's Especially why, now because they're not just keys. They're, right. And then yeah. if you have the, the equipment to program the keys too, because a lot of them you have to take to the dealership to program them. So that's why they, the dealership knows this and it's, it's, it's such a hassle expensive. that they, it, sure. it pretty mm-hmm. much forces people to just come to them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we yeah. do have, we have a couple people we actually can refer that if um, somebody really needed a vehicle key, we could get that for them. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found this episode valuable and engaging. Through listening to this episode, if you had any question or comment you wanted to share with us, even one for our guest, here's what you can do. You can either go to our website by following the link in the show notes to record your question or comment directly, or email us a recorded voice note with your comment or question, and you could be featured in an upcoming episode. And if your question is for our guest, we will do our very best to have it answered by them personally. If you'd like to connect to our guest directly, their information will also be in the show notes. So thanks again for tuning in with your support. Until next time, I'm your host, Chad. And I'm your host, Ramnik.